Welcome back to Sales Insights with Sarah. This is the podcast for sales professionals and business leaders looking to implement new strategies and drive sales growth in their organizations. I'm your host, Sarah Downs, and my guests and I will be sharing with you some of our own experiences in business and sales insights to help you gain focus and take action. Hi everyone and welcome back to the Sales Insights with Sarah podcast. So today I'm here to talk to you about social selling, which is something that I've been doing a lot of work in the space of social selling for the last couple of years with my own team and clients. But it's also something that's come up in conversation a lot in the last week. So I've had people asking me things like, is social selling just a buzzword? Is it just the flavor of the month? Surely once we're all traveling again, people won't need to use LinkedIn anymore, etc., etc. Now, I think the first thing um, we need to think about with social selling is that it's not just all about selling. It's not just all about that hunting and prospecting part of the I guess, the sales cycle, and it should be much more focused on the buyer's journey. Because essentially, social selling is when people, not just salespeople, but when people are using social media platforms, which in B2B, in which most of you guys are, is LinkedIn, to interact directly with prospects, with their networks, and they're there to provide value And they can do this through asking questions, answering questions, and really just providing some thought-provoking content. But yes, of course, there's much more to it when it comes to strategy. But going back to that buyer journey, I think if we have this in mind right from the start, it really helps us to identify one where our buyers are hanging out and how they use platforms such as LinkedIn to help them in their decision making, but also to help you understand that it's not just about that upfront sales cycle. If you think about the eight C's of customer success, where we go from choose to champion and that staircase approach, social selling strategies and a platform like LinkedIn used well can help us every step of the way. Of course, it can help us to choose the right people. It can help us to connect with people that otherwise would be difficult to connect with. It can help us have conversations. We can gain clarification. We can compel our buyers to take action. We can even use it to support us in a close It helps us to continue and nurture that relationship and eventually your clients or your community will become champions of what you're doing, if done well. So that's just one example, but I really think it helps us to understand that social selling is not just about that upfront selling, which unfortunately is how many salespeople are using the platform. It's about much more than that. And there's, you know, social selling is the term. I wish selling was not in the title because I think it really confuses people and it also turns away a lot of people that don't see themselves as sellers. But at the end of the day, if you're employed in a B2B company, you're you're involved with sales. Even out with business, we're involved with sales. I sell to my five-year-old son on a daily basis. 
So it's really important that we work together in organizations, whether you be the CEO, the salesperson, the logistics coordinator, the HR professional, the engineer, you can get value from social selling and help your business without having to pitch, without having to directly sell, if that makes sense. So let's look at a couple of recent statistics that have come out from Gartner. Gartner is a you know, a brand I follow. I have a lot of respect for them. I love the research that they do. And in this social selling space, they've been really keeping their finger on the pulse recently. And they've come out with that by 2025, they expect that 80% of all B2B buyer and supplier engagement will be done via online platforms. 80%. So this shows us that in business, if you don't take social selling seriously in the next year, you're going to be left behind quite likely because your buyers are on the platforms. They're using the platforms. And many sales professionals complain to me that buyers have way too much access to information now via online channels understanding what their competitors are up to, knowing what they're up to. But actually, the fact that the buyer has all this information at their fingertips provides such a huge opportunity if you choose to use it and use it well. Gartner's also cited that buyers typically spend only 17% of their time meeting with potential suppliers when they're considering a purchase. So there's less customer face time and therefore the virtual selling will be important going forward. And I don't believe that this is going to disappear as some of my peers do as we start to travel again and do more face-to-face networking. Yes, we may meet people offline, but then we have a great opportunity to take those conversations online and nurture them in a way that we just couldn't do otherwise. I have thousands of people in my network. There's no way I could be picking up the phone or emailing them all with anything personalized anyway over you know the next week where I can do an engaging, inspiring post on LinkedIn and a large percentage of them are likely to comment, to like, to send me private messages commenting on it. And it helps to keep that nurturing relationship going. So let's talk about maybe what social selling isn't. I always think if we talk about what things are not, sometimes it helps to solidify what they are. So I would say it's absolutely not just pushing out content, usually resharing posts from the company page. It's not about just connecting, connecting, connecting and not engaging with the people you're connecting with. It's absolutely not just about having a sales navigator license. That is not a magic pill. A lot of people spend the 7 to 80 pounds per month on it and then moan it's not working for them. But unless you're using the basic version of LinkedIn, well, you are not going to get the right results from Sales Nav. Sales Navigator is amazing 
once you get the platform and understand how to make the best use out of it. And it's absolutely not about automating all your content and outreach. Automation has its place in most um, digital platforms. But to be honest, it's something that you hardly ever see done all that well um, on LinkedIn. And I'm sure if you look at your inboxes on LinkedIn, you will see so many um, you know, sales messages, some of which will say that you work for the company you last worked for or call you by your full name you know there's so many ways of seeing you know automation at work and people don't trust automation so if you're going to automate you have to be really great at it which most people are not and it's often used as a lazy you know cop out to prospecting on the platform, where if you take a more personalised approach, you will get results for sure. And it's also not just about having a pretty profile. Having a full profile is important. It's not about it being pretty, it's about it being optimised for what, one, your buyers are looking for, and two, what the LinkedIn algorithm is looking for. Sometimes people have a nice picture, a nice banner, um, a fancy headline, but that's about it. It's about much, much more than that. You know, if you're going to do well on somewhere like LinkedIn, you really need to position yourself as that go-to person for whatever it is you do in the industries in which you do them. When somebody has a need, you want to be the person they think about. You want to be front of mind with those prospects. You want to make your buyer's journey an easy one, making sure that all the information they need to make their decision is at their fingertips. But you need to put it there and you need to put it there consistently. And it's not about pitching products and services all the time. We need to add value, real value, People want to get to know you. I often use the example when I'm teaching that if you were at a networking event, you would never just hand someone your business card and walk away. The business card has your brand, the business card has your name, your contact details. But what you try to do when you're face to face is build rapport, find connection. And we spoke about this in the last episode of the podcast. But finding that real human connection is the only way that these relationships will flourish. And the buyers want to get to know you. So while they can't be meeting you face to face, you need to help them get to know you through platforms online, such as LinkedIn. Or if you're in a more B2C environment, maybe somewhere like Instagram or Facebook. Well, a lot of what I'm saying is is relevant to all um, digital platforms. But it's really important that we help them know more than just the brand, know more than just the products or services. For example, if you're at a trade show exhibiting and a potential buyer comes over to the stand, what are you going to do? Are you going to jump down their throat about the products and services on display behind you? Are you going to start asking them questions? Asking them questions, one, to build rapport. You know, how are you finding the show? Have you got sore feet yet? 
or it might be questions to start to understand their need instead of making an assumption that you have what they need. It's exactly the same online. If you want to use social selling strategies well, you need to replicate this online. And I do feel that through the last couple of years, a lot of amazing salespeople and business professionals that absolutely get this in an offline environment have really struggled to take that same skill set in building rapport and nurturing relationships into an online world. So this is, I'm going to go a lot deeper on all things social selling over the coming months and I'm probably going to do some interviews as well so that you're not just getting my um, opinion of it and but it's hopefully shared with you some of the things that it is not some of the things that it is but also what is important to keep in mind and that is that buyer journey and it's the human connection and if you can get the two together then you will get results. So thank you for listening and I'll speak to you all soon. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Sales Insights with Sarah podcast. Remember to subscribe if you haven't already so that you are notified of every new episode. If you could take a few minutes to leave a review, it would be greatly appreciated. See you next time.